Kuftas. We're learning a whole new way of Avaida in terms of the Avaida of of sensing and, and feeling the Hashgacha practice of Hashem in, in our lives. And the topic here has been explaining, we were going over this last few weeks, how it's very unlikely that if a person's entire way of, of focusing on Hashgacha practice is when it comes to those unusual, extraordinary events in life or the big things, you know, the chasna, the new job or the you know, something that's really, really uh, a milestone in a person's life and, and, and he is so thrilled with how he sees the hand of Hashem and or some he got to there was an accident and nothing happened. All of that, of course, one has to be filled with HaKos HaTovim to see Hashem's Hashgacha. But that same person, when something, God forbid, the opposite type of thing happens, he doesn't, he's not able to find Chizik uh, in, in Hashem's Baruch's presence the same person that was that, that that was so was so overwhelmed by the by the the, uh, the amazing hashgacha that uh, took him out of the dangerous path. All of a sudden, that same person, when God forbid something bad happens, then he doesn't feel the hashgacha practice because hashgacha practice is not vital. Like everything we've been learning, you have to work on that, and the way to work on it, as we've been learning, is every day with the simple things that are happening all the time, and not only to notice and to take note but to actually verbalize that awareness that you have and not even in a way that's third person or distant but to say but I know that it's you Rabbi Shalom. I know it's you and to address Hashem in such a way that this is that this is this that happened just now or that I'm able to even to move this and to do that it's only you it's only you and, and to and to uh, and to accustom oneself to living this way and speaking that way when a person when a person establishes that kind of relationship where his avayda and hashgacha practice is together with the Rabbi Shalom, not that he speaks about Hashem or when things happen, but it's with the Rabbi Shalom, with him, so then the person over the course of time can see dramatic changes in everything. In, in, so that when it comes, God forbid, to those days in life that are not so gewaldic, and things in life that are not going his way, so the same person who has trained himself to feel Hashem and to see Hashem and to be with Hashem in the good times will be with Hashem in the difficult times and the tremendous his chaskis of ki'at te'imadi that you were virtual that you're with me in this time so this is something that one has to work on on the bottom of Kuftas if a person's avayda in Hashgach practice is not this way meaning with Hashem together, not about Hashem, that Hashem is watching from His throne in Shemaim, but actually with Hashem and using direct language when speaking to Hashem. If a person does not do this, then you recall that after learning and working on the Mitzvah that Hashem exists, that was Aleph, that was the first part of the Sefer, that there's a God. The second thing that we that, that we were supposed to work on again, we probably didn't all do our homework, but the second level, the next shlav of that is that Hashem is nimtzeliyadai. That not only does God exist, but He's right here in the room. He's right here with me. That was the second shlav that we spoke about. 
Now we're talking about Hashem's Baruch's involvement in everything that happens to you and everything that you do, in every single motion, every single word, everything in your life, that Hashem's Baruch is with you. So that's the third shlav. Now the problem that Tzadik here is explaining, that if you switch modes now and begin to think of Hashgachah Pratis as something that... Uh, something that it, where Hashem's Baruch is sitting and watching and directing things from above or from further away as opposed to the more direct the, the truth which is after it's you Hashem you and to speak in such a way then as a result not only will you not gain a stronger belief in Hashgach HaPratis and Hashem's Baruch's presence in your life but he says you could, you could end up losing everything because now you're sending Hashem off to the distance so far you've worked on believing in God not in God and whatever that we spoke about for, for a long time or what that means to believe in God all of last year we were talking about what that means and, not, and, not, and you worked on believing that he's right here in the room now if all of a sudden if you begin to switch in order to, in order to strengthen your amun and Hashgachah practice you begin to think of Hashem as Baruch as that the Rabbani, Shalom, the Rabbani Shalom is helping me the Rabbani Shalom is the one who is helping that my hand can move that's only from Hashem or that I'm able to have a drink that's only from Hashem that sounds very good, it is very nice but, but remember that the second Shlav was bringing Hashem with you here into the room now if you're using the language of well Hashem is helping me with this and Hashem, then then, then Instead of, instead of bringing Hashem closer in your life, you could, it could be a setback. Because what you need to, where you need to be right now is, it's you Hashem. In other words, to bring Him closer and closer and closer. So that it's you Hashem, Mishbarach. That's what He's saying. And if not, you could, you could be set back to an earlier, to an earlier dagger before all that you've accomplished. If you become now very involved in strengthening your belief in Hashgachah Pratis, but all of your thinking and all of your talking about Hashgachah Pratis is in the third person. It's Hashem doing this and Hashem doing that. So last month you had the Barishalm here with you in the room, Mamish. With you in the room. And now, once again, he's like the big—he's like the big daddy out there someplace, controlling the world and pulling the strings. So you have to be very careful. He says it's a slight difference. You have to be very careful that you, when you're moving forward in your avodah practice to make it more intimate, more direct, and more intense of a relationship, as opposed to now retreating and having a shem being, you know, out there in the heaven controlling the world. It has to be in your life, and therefore by speaking to him directly, and having and and and, and pushing yourself closer and closer, in terms of the intimacy of that relationship. So now, not only will, you, will your belief in Hashgacha Protis become, become strengthened, but also you will maintain that strong emuna that there's a Bayer Eilam, and that the Bayer Eilam is here together with you every single moment of your life. The Kevan Shahakar Bayer Hebe Prinis Koshalak Naisimikli Zahab Ukli Ubekal Laavdam Kikli Schuchis. Since you worked so hard on feeling on believing that there's a Rebbein there's a Bayrei, and that you're a Nivra, that we spoke about a lot last year, the last man. And that's something which, it took a long time to acquire, it's hard to work on that, it's easy to lose it, it's very, it could, it's hard to acquire like gold, and it's easy to lose like, like something which is crystal or glass, that it breaks very easily. It means you have to, you have to, move on and progress in your Vedas Hashem, one Shlav after the other Shlav, in order, that, that you're building something, that something is being, that's being built. 
as opposed to just chopping something. When you chop something, you lose everything else that you, that you worked for until now. So you have to move in, in a certain say then. And who yavid is kol hashkos avadosa ba'akars mitzvahs habaruch hashalom. You can lose that, that entire that entire belief that you had and that feeling of intimacy that you had that you acquired with hard work. You can lose that entire feeling if now when you come to the to working on hashgach practice, Hashem is out someplace in the you know someplace out in the in the universe looking down from His throne watching everything that's happening as opposed to it being intimate and strong and powerful and clear. So you have to be careful. That's why He says in Kufiyot, Avon Yaseh if you're careful to continue your Avodah Hashem in the proper way, that means that even while you're working now on your new level of Avodah, which is Hashgach HaPratis, you will not lose all that you were working for until now. Just the opposite. After working so hard, to what? To be Zaycha, to reach this awareness. That Hashem Baruch exists, that He really exists, not just an idea, but in the heart. You feel that He exists. And that's Aleph. And then the second thing was, Bez was that not only does He exist, but you're able to feel that He's here with you in the room. He's with you everywhere you go in life. Then the next logical stage would be, now you go to the next level. The next level is Hashgach HaPratis. That means, Hashem Zbuch, it's only because you want me to be in this place that I'm in this place. It's only because you're, it's only because of you that I'm able to move my hand. It's because of you I'm able to have this thought. It's because of you I'm able to have this drink. And I'm able to walk and so on. But to make sure that it's strong and intimate and direct. This is a basic klal in Havaydis Hashem. You can't remain stuck in one Nekud and Avadis Hashem. You have to move forward. That's what the Gemara means. That's what Chazal means. But they tell us that Talmidei Chacham have no Menucha. They're constantly on the move. Not in this world, in that world. They're constantly, constantly moving from one Madrega to the next Madrega. Shnev, as it says, to go from one level to the next level constantly growing you can't remain stuck in one Nekud in Avadis Hashem Tamidei Chacham Tamim is Kadmim Oid Shlav Oid Shlav Tamidei Chacham are moving forward one Shlav and another Shlav another Shlav Vim Chalila HaShlav HaBar Mashkiach is HaShlav HaKadim now what did you accomplish? if the next Shlav if the next Shlav the next level that you're on causes you to forget all that you learned in the first Shlav if a person would, if a person's in medical school and he was taking uh, the basic he was taking basic courses in, in biology and physiology anatomy and so on and then and he worked on that and then he gets the Shlav base and when he gets to the second Shlav everything that he everything that he uh, knew in Shlav Aleph is all finished it's all gone he doesn't have it anymore and not only that but it's because he feels that he's cramming so much information in Shlav Beis that it's causing him to to go into like overdrive and he's forgetting Shlav Aleph he can't hold on to both any any good teacher any good teacher when the teacher moves ahead because you can't remain in one Indian when you move ahead to Shlav Beis let's say a good Rebbe in Gemara so when the Rebbe is going on to the new Gemara or to the next part of the Gemara a, new, a good Rebbe will always find a minute or two or three to incorporate the last Gemara into the new Sugya that's how you teach Gemara you don't come on you know, imagine being a Rebbe and you see even the boys open up the Gemara and the, and, 
and and each day is like is a is a new Indian. Why? Because the Rebbe says, "Well, I believe that it'll, I told them the chazis, the, they probably chazit. And even if they chazit, and even if they did chazit, they, they don't they don't they don't feel the connection of how the gemara is flowing to the next gemara. So a good Rebbe is a Rebbe that he'll learn with the boys the gemara, and of course. Again and again, and then when it's time to end, it's, of course you have to go to the next sugya. You have to continue. So when you go on to the next gemara, the good rabbi will always show how it flows from the last sugya, and will ref- and will reflect and refer back to the earlier gemara, and to move forward because the gemara is a magnificent binyan. The gemara is magnificent. It's a magnificent building, and and a good rabbi for the gemara, a good rabbi will 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 give the talmidim that that feeling. That whatever we learned, we're chazing it over five, ten times. Probably, if you're training somebody in any business, you have to do the same thing too. You have, you don't just. It's not each time is a new sugya. You have to go carefully to make sure that the person doesn't lose what he what he first chapped and he first acquired. You have to chaz it over. And that's how you, that's how you make a binyan. That's how you build up uh, a relationship with Hashem as well. That's the same thing with the relationships between people. It's the same thing. That's how people build relationships over years. That's how you build a relationship with a friend, with a husband, a wife. It's it's, it's not chopping this and chopping that, because otherwise there could be a loss of all that was accomplished and all that was all that was acquired in that friendship in earlier times. That's why it's very important for friends to reminisce and for husbands and wives to have uh, to have an anniversary. But when I say that to have an anniversary, I don't mean with the going but to make an anniversary. Which means the one day of the year where you don't, you know, abuse and beat her up. I, I, I'm talking about an anniversary. There are certain times where a person has to chazer, where a person refuses. An anniversary is a nice time, not just an anniversary. I'm saying, but different times of the year where you chazer over with the children and different things that that you went through. You see that there's such a media that 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 the Rabbi Shalom has. We see by the we see by the, all the places that we went through in the in the midbar, right? So Chazal say, but the Torah makes such a big deal about naming all of these places. We went from this place to that place, to this place to that place. So Chazal makes such a big deal. The Torah makes a big deal. Chazal tell us because it's like the Rebbeinu is saying, you remember, you remember in this place we had this Indian we had with each other, Klayisal and Hashem. You remember, you remember in this place we. So the Rebbeinu taught us that it, that you're supposed to reminisce, not stop to remember, not because you you know old people they reminisce, not because they don't have anything. Uh, right that, uh, anymore in their lives except memories because they can't do anything else so they, they, they like to always take out old pictures and whatever and talk about you know uh, what, what was once used to be that, that's not that's that's uh, Rachmanis the version doesn't want us to live in the past he wants us to move forward but in order to move forward you have to reminisce it's important for people to chaser over the inyanim it's very important in, in, in relationships with people and with the Kaddish Baruch in, in, in building an avayda a person who, uh, anybody that learns a little about uh, in Kabbalah, or we have, for instance, called, now it's Rosh Hashanah time, so Rosh Hashanah is Binyin HaMalchus, I'm not going to talk anything Kabbalah, but it's called Binyin HaMalchus, building up this relationship with Hashem, that's called, I am a servant and He is the King. That's called Binyin HaMalchus. Binyin HaMalchus. That's it, you have to build the Malchus. The Frida Kilobab used to say, that how do you build something? You, you build something, he says, you need to build something, you need, you, you need, Dirt, and you need water, right? Uh, what else do you see? You need avonim, you need avonim, 
you need water, you need dirt. So he says, Avanim, in the Sefer Avanim means words, it means words of the olive base, of, of uh, words of Hebrew, of davening, Tevis Atvila. And he says, and you need, and you need, uh, well, he says, what is the, the dirt that you, the, the, that you need? So dirt, he says, is to be humble, right? To be about to yourself. And what's the water? He says, tears, you need to cry tears. You need that to build the Malchus. And building the Malchus and building a relationship with the Rosh Shalom is not all of a sudden the Chab. That's, that's a binion. Or else you could lose everything that you worked for. That's what it means. The Tamir Chum. The Tamir Chum are constantly building. That's why they're called Atikri Banayach Ela Boynayach. Tamir Chum are called builders. Builders. Tamir Chum Boynayach. That they're building. Or else you lose other Ma'abedis in the Kudah Vishnu Shakani. You lose the first Nakudis that you were kind of. You know that if, if someone's teaching children math and they move on too quickly without chazering enough, without reminiscing enough, so then the kid, not only does the kid not get the new subject, the new subject that you're up to, the kid doesn't even know anymore the old subject. Everything becomes confusing. You lose everything. Therefore, you have to know that it requires chachma. This is something that has to be thought out. Live nice kal shlava gabi hashlava kaidemot to build each shlav on top of the shlav that preceded it. Let me give. He does that all the time. That's one of the most remarkable things about this age. Is that that's exactly how he's what he's talking about shlava hashlav. That's how he teaches. That's how he's teaching every single thing. He comes back always and we review and he builds upon that last level and and he goes over two, three, four times. That's how you teach. That's the right way to teach. He says, Let's, let me give an example, he says, of the three shlavim that we are learning until now. Gracious. So, Aleph. Adam Ayyvan Al-Kaqsha You work on this, that there, that there is a Bari Ayyvan. But you're Misasik in the Kudazat Shekhanai. So it doesn't mean you just know it, that takes ten seconds. Sure, there's a God. We spoke about that all last year. All last month. No, it means that you're Misasik, you're Isaac in this Nakuda until what? Until you feel, not that you understand, that it makes sense to you, but you feel, Mamish, the Bari Ayyvan, the Dizabari Ayyvan. Whatever that means, as we spoke about a lot. Al Gabel, on top of that, who bainas and the kudush ayse bari olam who makir shu makir at the next shlav you build on the first shlav this bari olam that, that I that I believe in that I that I believe in nimsel yodah b'chalakim he's with me every moment of my life he's here he's with me every moment of my life that's the second shlav zavash shlav asheni b'avayda. And by the way, that's how he wrote all of these svarim. That's why such a tumult with which one is Chelik Beis and which one is Dalad. Everything here is with a Seder. It's amazing. He's working on this, must be for I don't know how many years. But everything's with a Seder. When you come to the next Chelik, then he then he, he comes back all the time to the earlier Avayda. He doesn't let you go. Because because it's the biggest Yetzirah, especially for a guy that learned in Yeshiva, it's the biggest Yetzirah. He's not interested in all the stuff. Right? He wants always something interesting. Something new. But something interesting. So he doesn't let he he doesn't let go. You know you have to be sincere to continue because if you're not sincere, you're just looking for something you can say to Shabbat Brachas, you know, or to impress somebody, so that you're not going to get it by learning Bulvavi. There's not one vart you could say from anything you learn. Right? You come back and say, "What do you learn?" There's no vart. Oh, there's a machlokes, you know, the Rambam, the Rivet, and there's there's not there's no vart. It's he he and he purposely he has in Chelik Tess. And he has in Chelag Vav and in Kaldum Amadake and Sefer Amuna, they're an amazing, amazing chidusha in those svar. 
but that's that's already for different. That's a different bechina of Here, these swarm Aleph, Beis, Gimel, Dalit, Hey, and then Zayin Ches. Also, these are all opinion of Shlav Achashlav. He doesn't let you go. He doesn't let you go. It's not right. It's a binyan. Hashlav Ashlishi, the third shlav. Shaisa Bayo Eilam. That this Bayo Eilam, who we, who we now feel is with us wherever we go, is Manigas Akal. Not only is he here with me, but he's running everything. He's running the show. The Khan bin Akudazu. Alula. Now here he says, here's the danger. In this Nakuda, Alula Liyais Nifradais Chasashalam. Here in this point There could be a problem That develops between Shlav Beis and Shlav Gimel Right? Between the two stages Because in the second stage I had Hashem's Baruch As I explained before I had Hashem's Baruch here with me in the room In the third Shlav I have to make sure to make Keep him here with me Up close and, and, and comfortable With me here together Because there could be Suddenly he could be sent out of the room Why? He says, The most natural thing, is, I spoke about many times, we spoke about this a lot last year, the most natural thing when a person speaks about God, and we grew up in homes maybe, you know, you see, you, you, you know, your father, your mother says that they're Baruch Shalom, you know, you, when people are davening, and there's a Baruch Shalom, and a Baruch Shalom, a Baruch Shalom, so a Baruch Shalom is someplace in Shemaim, He's far away, and in Shemaim, he's, he's sitting on this big throne, he's watching to see whatever, everything that he's doing, and he's watching, you know, what's going on in this place and that place, and so on. And he's, and he's involved, and he's interested, but self goes self, he's not with you, he's not here. So you have to be very careful. Which is an avod of... Of what? Of recognizing that Hashem is is watching everything. He's watching. He's not only there, but he's watching. But that avoided him watching our human way of thinking of somebody who could see a lot at one time is from a high perspective from being far away. If I'm sitting here in the room and you say, do you, do you, and you ask me, do you know what's going on on the street? He says, of course I don't know what's going on. How can I know what's going on on the street? I'm looking at the people here. I'm within the room. But if, if you're standing on the roof of the building and someone says, you know what's going on in the street, you can say, yeah, I see what's going on in the street. Baruch, you can get that picture. So our human, the normal human way of looking at things is that the closer something is, the, 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 the more narrow is my uh, field of vision, right? The closer I am to something, the more narrow is the field of vision. <clears throat> I remember when I, the last time that I was at a football game was, uh, probably it was 1968, when the, when the Jets, that year that the Jets won. Show me on remember that? Yeah, 69. Yeah. Well, was it? 69? 68, 69. 68, 69. So the Jets, that's Don Maynard and Joe Namath. Oh, yeah. So that was the last time I was at Jets. So it was like the most unbelievable thing to get. Even though I, I, I lived right near there. We went with the bicycle. We lived in Queens. But it was such a thing to get. I don't know why. Like It wasn't such a Jewish thing, football. Baseball, all the Jews would go to. Basketball would go to, but football it went like what wasn't going on so much back then, just on television, but not to go to games. There's usually a rougher crowd. I don't know if it's like that now, but football crowds were usually a rougher crowd. Until we convinced our parents, Akalpanam. But I remember, I remember going to the football game, and that, and that this guy from the shul got, this guy from the shul got tickets for a bunch of the kids, and he, and he came with us. From the business, they had tickets. It was like right down on the field. 
I, the whole time I was thinking, I'd much rather be in my in my living room. <laughs> With football, you can't hop. I don't know. I couldn't hop at all. What's going on when you're at ground level? There's like there's so much stuff going on. With, and so much movement that it's not like with baseball. Baseball's mostly standing still. You know, every now and then, like somebody runs, but mostly it's standing still. And and but with football, like it was too busy. It's too busy. And and then I went with a, went with a couple of guys to go to a higher tier in the stadium. And it's a machaya. Then right, you look, you look, then you can see what's going on, what's happening in the whole play. You could see. Otherwise, when you're there in the in the field level and there's a pass. You don't know what's happening. I mean, I, that's what I remember. That I felt like this is not good. And when you're watching it on television, even now, now they have Mustam all kinds of you know. They, now they you know they have all kinds of lenses that could you know catch the guy when he's scratching his ear. <laughs> you know, but but when you have a wider lens, so you see, you get a better picture. So the normal instinctive way that we think of things is that if God sees if God sees everything, it must be that he's sitting in the in the bleachers. No. If he's if he watches if he's watching everything, then it must be he's in the bleachers, because you can't be by the dugout and, uh, and, and, and know everything that's going on, because then you're right up in, in, in the Indian. So it must be that God is in the bleachers. So this is a problem, because I'm working my whole life now is to is to bring the Vayneshlam down with me here on the field. And now when I get to the subject of Hashkoch Hapratis, that God sees everything that's going on. So I'm thinking, how could he see? He sees me. And he sees, and he sees uh, my family. He sees this one's in this place, that one's in that place. The only way you can do that is if you're very high up, and you and and you're uh, you know you're in the bleachers. Because we're so we we only think like we only think in physical ways. That's how we are. It's natural that we think in physical ways. So, like I told you once, there's this. Uh, my father, a lot of I know from this. I said this the other day, because the, we were someplace, and and um, my father doesn't like any Irish guy. He doesn't talk much. He doesn't like to hear Irish kite either. So I knew this was a bad thing. There was somebody that we were, we were someplace. I was with my father, and it was this year that was draining on like with such a, a Drake cup, like you know, and on and on and on and on Drake cup. And uh, my father's a tzaddik, and he just he just he doesn't doesn't say anything. He just listens. You know, I was already like you know, it was getting hard, and uh, it was such a Drake cup. And then. Uh, so then, when we were walking, my father, so my father said, um, "It's a, a dry cup, you know. Okay, it's a dry cup. You see how I can sugar these things." So I told my father that that uh, it, I guess it's a little, it was less than hard. I guess you know, if you think about it, it was less than hard. But I remember I, to, to my, I told my father it was a cartoon. There was a cartoon. You ever see Gary Lawson? What's it? What? Farsight. Yeah. One of the guys from Shul gave it to me years ago. Is that you, Shulman, who gave it to me? I don't know who gave it to me. But it's Gewaldige's stuff in there. So he has this one where God, I think I told this to you once, that God is sitting creating the, the, he's creating the world. They have God. It says God. His computer? He's sitting like, I don't remember. It says God. And he's sitting at this, and he has all these jars. So there's like, one jar says, you know, Antarctic. It says, this says uh, Africa. And, and and he's creating and, and like the whole planet is pretty much it's, it's, it's finished the whole planet and guys with like a long white beard says God and then there's then there's one jar he turns around God and it says on it imbeciles <laughs> and he takes he takes a look like this and he goes like this and he says and he says just to make it interesting <laughs> <laughs> yeah just to make it interesting you know well everywhere you go there's, there's a Drake cup you know everywhere we should be Zeichen not to be you know because the people could be saying that about us too right but 
<laughs> that's the Mitzvah. When the Barishalm, the Barishalm creates the world, we think of him as the Mashgiach, and as the Bayer, you think of him as being in the, in the bleachers. That's very, very dangerous for our Avaidah. Our Avaidah is to be with him here this second in the room. But since our minds have a hard time that, how can, be with, how can Hashem's world be, be with me here? Because I want him to be right now watching my daughter crossing the street by school, right? So I don't want to. So I'd rather be Michael. I'll be okay. You make sure to take care of my kid. But I'm okay. So we don't know how to think like that. Because we're not, we're not able to comprehend the Barishal being in two places at the same time. We were told this time of year, I mean, now he's coming down. So, it's much for the whole year. He is in the bleachers now. El- very good. He says, Jeff very good. So, it's we see from Chazal, from 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 Tanakh, that there are times that it's it's that there are times when it seems that he's coming down from the bleachers into the dugout. Right? It sounds like he's coming to the field, which would indicate, and we have the same thing not only in time, but we have in places. So. Person goes to the person goes to the kaisel and he, and he gets to the kaisel. It's a big yeshemai. That here, the, this is the barishlam is here. So you ask, what are you getting all of a sudden so from? You don't have mincha like that, uh, you know, in Bensonhurst. What are you getting so from over here? It's the it's the kaisel, it's the harabayis over here. This is, so obviously, there are dargas of the there are different madregas of of the shechina's presence. This, 100% true. It's a very big Indian in Torah that they're different madregas. The way to think of it, really, the way to think of it, according to according to the Kabbalah, the way to think of it is that it's it's, it's the it's the same everywhere. The Rambam Shalom is is every single second everywhere. It's just that there are certain places where there's an opening that's bigger. You understand? At the Kaisal, there's a bigger opening to the to the concealment. A, the curtains are opened up more wide. In shul is opened a certain way in chutzlars, and then on the street in Manhattan is uh, closed more. So there are different <laughs> there are different madrigas of, of of how of how the shechina is to what degree is the shechina allowed to be experienced to be seen. So when it says by the harabais, what the first pasuk it says, but that there's something special is bahar Hashem Yeroya. On this mountain, by Avraham Avinu, by that keder, on this mountain the Barisham will be seen to see. And this mountain it means it doesn't mean that there's like a higher percentage of God here in this place. It means that in this place there's more seen. There's more seen. Therefore if you scream and you dive and you try and you make a big stadlisnik and you go to the mikvah and you come and, and you make an avoid of it, it means that since it's open wider, it's open wider there could be more closeness and more intimacy than in another place. And for that reason, because of that, you could you could get in bigger trouble if you if you do an avayr in that place. Right? And then what's the what's the reality of that? Of having more exposure to the Rebbeinu Shalom. The Torah says that that then you take that with you wherever you are in the world, and be, and, and because of the koyach that that gave you, and because of the roshan that you feel from that, you're able to be in Eved Hashem wherever you might be in the world. So the Rebbeinu Shalom has that's what what's a nace. A nace means when there's a crack in Teva. The whole world is a miracle. So, so what's different about how come? What's a nace? It means a nace means that there's a crack that you all of a sudden. That's what it means. Hashem is speaking at us. Meets in the and Mashgiach. It means Hashem is looking through the cracks. So sometimes the gross says this really. That sometimes the crack is bigger. Sometimes it's smaller. What's a nace? A nace is a big crack in Teva. It's a big crack, and it lets you take a peek in for a second. Then the version closes up, like by the Yamsuf. 
to get, we got all of a sudden, everybody, we, got like this peak. Wow, what's going on? Water doesn't go like this. Water stands still. Water, what is this? And then the Bereshit says, that's enough. And then he closes it up again. And then we just see a nice ocean. And upon them. And it looks like any other ocean. And what's the, what's the big deal? And it could be that scientifically that the wind pushed the water. Then you have all the, you know, those thoughts. It's, it's getting a peak at something. The Toelis is that, that, that's why, like the Ramban says at the end, the famous Ramban at the end of Pasha's bow, is that Hashem's all doesn't do Nisim for us every single day. That from those big Nisim, we're able to recognize the Nisim this time. That, that means that you're able to find Hashem's Baruch even when you're not in Yerushalayim. Right? That you're able to feel His presence. That's why. But that's true. It's a big Indian. These different Zamanim, times also. There's a crack in time. Time. It's hard for us to picture it as something like uh, tangible, but time also has in it th- these cracks. That yeah, makes it easier for us to bring Right, so, even if you hear the Ivri, all the Ivri, it's not saying that he comes to us at that time. It's Behayayisai, Behimatsai, if you find him, if he's here. It's like that we're saying now in these parishes next week and then the following week, the parishes. If you seek him, you will find him. What does that mean? It means, I don't have to get him from someplace. He's here. But our problem is that we're not looking. You will find him. You will find him. It means that he's here all the time. So it's easier at this time to find him. Like the time he says, he's like a melech besad, like like you were saying, the king that goes out in the field and so. It's it, so. It doesn't mean that, so. It doesn't mean that he's someplace different. It means that he's here all of the time. But 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 during the month of Elul, which is a, a tremendous eskarvus of anila daidi that time of Elul means that that we're able to have much much easier access to the ever-present shechina, which is normally behind curtains and veils and walls. All of that is like opened up. So if you don't take advantage, then Hashem Zohar says, how could you not take advantage of me? In the month of Elul, whereas normally we have to work so hard to get a little bit of a glimpse, the Rosham says, coming out of his place, of his hiding place, means that he's opening up a place that we should be able to have much easier access to him. That's Uvikash Hashem So in this third Shlav, you have to be very careful that you shouldn't all of a sudden think of Hashem being out in the bleachers someplace. That He's far away. Because you're thinking about Hashgah practice. It's very hard for us to think about Hashgah practice. We all believe in it, but it's very hard to think like that. Because we're not able to look at two things at the same time. We're just not, we can't see two things at the same time. Everybody tries to, tries to figure out how could God possibly see all these things and what does it mean. So it must be that, he, that somehow he's sitting in heaven and he has a wide-angle lens and that he's able to see all of us. That's, that's, that's a very wrong way of thinking. He's not someplace far away in the bleachers. You're just saying that the jump in logic would cause someone to have this... Uh, this this, this, this could cause this could cause a setback because you've been working now to have the Bereshit in the room, and and by thinking about Hashgachas Hashem, the Bereshit, it's in this week's parsha, Hashkifa Memayim Kajchacham and Neshamai, right? Hashkifa Memayim, you were saying that, pasuk, Hashkifa Memayim Kajchacham and Neshamai, so that's Hashkifa, that's Hashkafa, Hashkafa, The word Hashkif means means for the bigger picture. 
That's Ashkaf. It, it means to look at the, something from a bigger perspective. That's Ashkaf. Right. So when you say Hashkif, but what's the loss of Hashkaf? What does Rashi say there? Hashkafa we see from Stein is a lotion of Peronius. In other words, the word Hashkafa indicates something which is not good, generally. Right? That's why uh, many times in Shul I've, I've poked fun at the, uh, you know, the, the term that's, you know, the, what's your, what's the Hashkafic approach of Judaism? Hashkafic, I don't like the whole, I mean, I use it sometimes myself because I don't know how to say it. It's always a different way. But the whole Hashkafic this and Hashkafic that, I don't like Halachic either as much. But alright, that's more bearable. But Hashkafic and Hashkafic, Hashkafic became a new word. We didn't have that when we were growing up, Hashkafic. Hashkafic is a lotion of Pranius. It means looking at something from far away. So, what does it mean? Hashkafic, Memonkachum, Nishamayim. So you learn the past, you'll see what the Mepharshim explain. Why is it different over here? What does that mean? Sometimes we don't want the Barshim looking so carefully, right? At every single track in our lives. We don't want. That's what, that's what it means. Kibnei Morin, you know, by Kiroya, I know? It's not such a good, you know, get a little bit nervous. We'd rather go in on grand, grand, uh, grand, uh, general admission. <laughs> general admission is like they just open up the gate and everybody just rushes in and nobody pays attention. Who are you? What are you? It's the worst thing when you have to stop and they start checking your bags and looking you over. It's not such a good thing. So there are two bechinas when it comes to Rosh Hashanah. There are two bechinas. One is the bechina of skira psychos. I call beskira achas. That means that the Baruch looks at the whole world like a wide, wide-angle lens. That, so then that, that's good. So you hope to get in, just like that. But then all of a sudden, by Nisan Atayif, so then it's miyichya miyomus. That's already. That's, that's scary, because yeah, then it's Each one has to. Each one. Each one. The Rambam looks at separately. Each one. It's all scary stuff, because because then you, then you feel more the practice. So, the person has to be careful not to not to lose not to lose that that acquisition that he already acquired of feeling the Baruch Shalom here this is especially when we're getting ready for the whole Indian of, of, of Yom HaDin and Yom HaZikaran all that we're talking about is Din and Zikaran Din means that that, that it's scary but at the same time there's a tremendous Simcha that comes out because Din means that the Baruch Shalom is Mamish here with me in my life every single second remembering Zikaran remembering means even though it's scary but it's also comforting and that's why the fact that Hashanah has in it these contradictions that it's a happy yontiv and everything, but on the other hand, it's the Yem Hadin and so on. That it's very confusing. And this far more we'll talk about that. But Hainuach to be remembered, even though it's even though it's scary, it's also chosher. It's very chosher, right? It's very it's very good to be remembered. And it's very good to be noticed. Even though sometimes being noticed is a bad thing. There should be in a way that's a bracha, not like the way it was by by Stam. She was a bracha, and that's why he says on the bottom of the page, Kufiyot, Hatsura Amitasi Efei Binyan Shal Shlav Elchad Al Gabei Hasheni. That's why you must build one Shlav on top of the other Shlav and go in order. Yesh Bari Aylam, there's a Creator, and again you don't just know that, but you feel it. Habari Aylam Nimseliadi, the Bari Aylam is here with me. And I am in a constant dialogue with the Bereshulman. I know and I believe and I feel that you're here with me right now 
and you are the one and, and because of you this the car is able to move and it's because of you and again in direct language you're not someplace in Shemayim you are the one that's here right now moving this bus you are the one that's here and moving the clouds not from Shemayim right here you must go in this order that the belief in Hashem Hapratis is built upon the belief in Hashem Hapratis being here, not there, being here. This is a very, very beginning. It's bigger than the ocean. He's apologizing. He says, There's a chisarin and that, that I'm giving this over to you, and it's taking place in a very fast way that we're doing this. That's a very big Indian. But he said, I want you to know, even though the whole thing is a couple of pages that we're learning, but to work on it till you really, really have it, it takes years. Real work every day. It doesn't take a lot of time, but it requires a concerted effort. <coughs> And then remember that at least to stop once every half hour to take note and to think that he's here with me and that and this machshava of how he how you Shalom, you you're doing this you're doing that once every half hour for a second to have that thought then then you're able to to within you become used to it it's even Within the half hour, estimate twenty minutes, or so fifty minutes, and so on, to have a second, it becomes a very, very normal and natural thing. But before you can work on that, you have to have a clear picture of what we're talking about. The main thing is, don't try to run. You can learn the whole cipher, but don't try to run from one shlav to the next when you're not, unless you're you're really working on it. Don't run from one level to the next. Any time that you try to, to jump and to run from one shlav to the next shlav, to the third shlav, every single detail, it can mess up anything that you were able to accomplish in the earlier shlav. If you're jumping ahead, it could mess up everything, like it is in everything in the world. That's how it is. These are the Yesaidas of Avaida Hapnimis of the inner service of Hashem. To take each Nakuda. Another day, another day. The Gamim Yeshna Nafilis, he always reminds us at the end of every section and every parak, and if you have a, some nefilas, and others you, it's not going for, if something happens, and you're lose, losing track, and you want to start again. Loyalist yaish. No yaish, no giving up, no stopping. Laham shuch l'skadem hola. Laham shuch l'skadem, that's another reason why the Torah tells us that, that 
Vayachnu, Vayisu, Vayachnu, Vayisu. That they encamped and they traveled. They encamped and they traveled because that's how it is. You're not always traveling. And if the, and, and if there's an encampment, if there's a time that you're having a little bit, or even if you get knocked back to an earlier place, no, it's Vayachnu, it's Vayisu, Vayisu, Vayisu. You go weiter, Vayachnu, Vayisu. That's how it is in life. Al pi Hashem Yachnu, al pi Hashem Yisu. But everything is. Everything is part of one's binyan. It's part of the avoid. It's how you build something. You build something. There are setbacks in building something too. There are always setbacks when you build something. And a person that tries to do everything chap chap very quickly. So I don't know if any of you have ever been in a situation where you, where you tried to, you had something you had to put together, and you looked at it and you tried to, and you wanted to do it very quickly, and then you and, and it looked to you a certain way and you started to do it, and, and then there's that piece. You know, there's that piece that, that shouldn't be there, and you see that the that the whole thing. You have to unscrew the whole thing. There are like 15 things that you were doing, and you put together the whole thing, and then and then for the, and then you look at the instruction. It has like this asterisk and it says, "Do not," and, and, and you look at the whole and the whole thing is puzzle. And then you sit there, right? That's a certain. That's an American uh, mahalach. The old timers are not like that. The old times everything was very slow and to take your time, but everything here is like a rush. So people go like that and they sure get the they get to the right away to the to the fifth level, to the tenth level. You get somebody gets a job, he's at the job for three days and he's already, you know, he thinks he's uh, you know, he's already um, uh, holding by who knows what Madragi and this and he's talking all these debor and stuff. You have to go you have to go to Bisluch and you have to Shlavach Shlav, one one step after another step. So he says don't give up, move forward, but always it should be in the way of building something. Building. Take your time, go back over it, but building. Not just that you know you should be moving forward, you really think you should, you feel like you should move forward, but Bamas Bamas, to move forward. But to mamish to not only that that each of these shlavim, each of these steps should be something you know of, but it should be your nishmas chaim should be a living soul inside of you that this is the truth. To build up and to go forward, to build it inside of you, deep inside of you. That the amuna that you have in the Creator should be mukhashis, something that you could feel, not just that you know, but you sense it, you feel it. Then then you'll be able to move forward and to progress. To move to the next shlav, shu shlava The next shlav, which is Perikid Beis, is davening. Shu shlava tfila, kfish in the varbez Hashem Zbaruch Behemshech. Let's just start a little, little bit from Perikid Beis. At the end of the last parak, we were talking about how the surah of Avedz Hashem and Hashgacha practice, that's the, the way to serve Hashem and that, and to, to acquire that, is by living with Hashem and speaking to Him directly. You don't say about God, you talk to Him. That's one of the most basic Nakudas. That a person lives with the Rabbi Shalom. It's not that you're Isaac in Hashem, the subject of God, but you're Chai 
Im You live your life together with him. Obviously, that means that you're a davener. That means that davening is a big thing in your life. Because all of davening, that's what davening is. Davening is the time that you spend talking to Hashem as well. That's what davening is. After not about God, even though there are many things in the davening that are about Hashem. But you see how to daven. Haluhum and Hashemayim. Halu ba Mraimim. David Melch, when he would he would talk to the world and tell the world, how can you be? What are you doing sitting there? You should be praising Hashem. He David Melch's talking to the whole Bria to become involved in in speaking to Hashem. It's all everything is everything is very very direct and intimate. Tefillah is is the conversation, is the dibur that a person has with the Divine Shalom. So after Nasik was Hashem is having a tefillah. Tefillah b'muven ha'amiti shalom. Davening, when you get to the highest level of davening, what is davening really? It's like David Melch said about himself, That's one of the most amazing two words in the entire Tanakh. David Melch didn't say, I daven, Ani mispalal. He said, Ani I am davening. I am davening. Ani That's my whole, my whole life. Ani what David Melch was saying is my whole existence, my whole existence, called Sachai, my whole, the whole sur of my life, the whole way of my life, may Reisha ad Gemir from the beginning to the end, called Yenikas Achiyas Shalai, all that I take my Achiyas from my life, my energy, everything is what the Tzur Shal Tefila, it's davening, Bani Tefila. That doesn't mean that David Melch didn't learn. It doesn't mean that David Melch wasn't busy with uh, with the uh, kingdom taking care. But if he's saying, he's asking me, who am I? That's him. Rani Tefillah. What I have to do in between, even the things that I'm doing, I'm doing constantly with the Rani Shalom. Rani There's never a second that it's not a Tefillah. Rani Tefillah. Klaima. Me'eva l'sholosh ha-Tefillah she'tikna Chazal espal kayem. Besides and beyond the three Tefillahs that Chazal told us we have to daven every day shachas and chamar, v'mahalachu, what the Gemara says in Brochus, u'levai she'espalal adam kol hayoyim kulay. Halavai, halavai, that I should be able to daven the entire day. So the Gemara brings that, that sentence, halavai, she's called a kulai. What does it mean? So No, what we're going to learn is that, that every single Jew, every single Jew is on a level where he can live with the version every moment of the day in such a bechina. Not by, that doesn't mean levai shispala b'kolim kolim. Doesn't mean to stay there all day saying saying shem nesrei. What the version put us in the world? He wants to do other stuff. He wants to learn Torah. He wants to do mitzvahs. So what does it mean levai shispala b'kolim kolim? Right? Whenever you hear that gemara, so what? But the version wants to daven all day. What am I supposed to do? Anything else? That's how it means. Levai shispala levai halavai shispala b'kolim kolim means. Halavai, halavai. That every single second of my day is spent with the Rabbi Yishmael. Halavai. Every second of the day. Yispal means that any second I could talk to him. Every second. Like it was the whole Rabbi Nachum's whole thing. Because Rabbi Nachum said about himself. Rabbi Nachum was a direct descendant from Dovnav. Rabbi Nachum said about himself. That's it. Rabbi Nachum said, I came to the world to be Nusak in the Indian Tefillah of Davin. But when he, Rabbi Nachman has so many different tires and a million different things. He spoke a lot about Etzisel. He spoke a lot about learning. He spoke a lot about, about Midas and. and but when he said about who he was, he said, I'm a shtick tefillah. He says, what I, what I came to the world was to fix davening. That's my whole, in, whole Indian. Rabbi Nachman, is, he says, my whole Indian is tefillah. So I'm, I'm from David Amalek, and, 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 and that's my whole Indian is tefillah. So, so therefore, Rabbi Nachman is everything. This is about this is about this is about Everything that requires this is about this is talking to the Bible. Not just the three times of, of davening. 
so Makav and we'll continue because that's already starting to get into into very uh, high gear. So we'll continue with Makav and What does this mean? Yeah. The, uh,